the future. A relentless, desperate wasteland ravaged by nuclear war. With the destruction of the internet and search engines such as Google, accurate information about the past is traded like currency. Two brave travelers are commissioned with the dangerous task of going back through time to gather as much information as they can to find out about the late 20th and early 21st centuries in hopes that a future society may rebuild what was lost and avoid the horror of a smoldering radioactive planet. But there is a catch. The travelers journey back across eons of time is a one-way trip, leaving them stranded in the past. Wait, what? There's no way to communicate their findings to the future other than burying reinforced time capsules in the ground. In the hopes that one day recordings such as these will be unearthed to provide a glimpse of the world that once was. This is the mission of the crispy coated robots. And it must succeed. Hey, it's Jim. And it's Joseph. Hey, and of course, it's always George here on Crispy Coated Robots, episode number 98. 98, mm-hmm. boys. 98 episodes. Jeez. Amazing. About 12 of them that are really good. Jim sent me a <laughs> list. <laughs> uh, but today's episode is going to be a really good episode. I'm, I'm feeling confident about this because we're talking about the third movie in a franchise of movies, the best of those, okay, and the best hamburger toppings. Yes, it's so, important. What is the A topic? That's the question. What is the A topic here? I know <laughs> what the delicious topic is, and that's going to be the hamburger toppings. Um, so I said we jump in. Yeah, the only thing with the uh, we got to make sure we're clear with the best third movie in a series. Uh, we got to make sure if that- you can count, you just count. Not the first but, one or the okay, second smart, one. Alec. We're talking but, about in a series of James Bond movies. Is it the third James Bond movie? Or for Daniel Craig, is it Daniel Craig's third James Bond movie? I think we'll allow either one. The, the future wasn't really clear on what they wanted on that. So I think you could do like, uh, was Moonraker the third uh, Roger Moore James Bond? Possibly, yes. So Live and Let Die and... And no, it's the it's the fourth because let's live and let die. Oh, okay, and with the golden gun, uh, spy who loved me then. Spy okay. who loved me. Yes. All right. So that's your number five. It's not my number five. I just yeah. wanted to make okay. sure we're clear on things <laughs> that I didn't want to. Oh, that's like you know. So when they switch actors, basically it starts a new form of the series. It it could. Yeah, we could say that. Okay. I don't know yeah. what movie you're talking about here. They all stink. <laughs> like, like which no, one no, you no, no, I, just, I was just making clear because you know there's there's been switch of Spider Man's. There's been switch of. of well, that's oh, okay, okay, that's, that's I got you. That's what I was just, I was using I as, an, as an example. So I mean, yeah. there's been so. Okay, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I didn't wow. want to, you know if you say Spider Man three, people think you might be talking about the Tobey to Maguire, but you could be talking <laughs> about you know another Spider Man at three. Okay, just, I think if you're just clear on what you're talking about so i get what you're saying because technically the third star wars by movie poster is uh revenge of the sith but really time star wars yeah Yeah. but by release date you're right it would be return of the jedi which originally was called uh revenge of the jedi just that's right star wars folks um 
So I think as long as you're clear for the future, uh, Joseph and I are not voting for any of yours anyway. So I don't know why you're so worried about this. Uh, so but, uh, he's, he's Joseph. He's still sore about last week's episode. <laughs> Green Knight's going to be a running joke on this show, and uh, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> in May 11th. That's all I can say. In May 11th. So that was so, sour grapes right there. All right. So that, let's start. Let's start Stanley, with Stanley Kubrick's clock, Clockwork Orange, where they have Alex's eyes peeled back and he's strapped into the chair. I'm coming to your house this weekend, Joseph. We're going to do it. <laughs> the Green Knight. He's seen it already. He, he already felt like that when he watched it the first time. I started screaming, make it stop. Make it stop. <laughs> All right. So let's start. Let's do a let's do a curveball. Let's start with our number five hamburger topping. Joseph, what you got? Well, you know, this was really, you know, this was really hard. There's a lot of uh good good toppings there, but uh I'm gonna go with uh and, and the reason why it's my number five, uh before I even say the reason why it's my number five is because I don't always have this on my burger. Okay, so let let's explain to the audience. Okay, if you have a five-year-old child, then you know the order plain and dry, which is all I want is the meat and the bun, and that's it. Nothing else, right? Yes. Uh and 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 we've all gone through it, you know, at one stage or another, stuff like that. So adding on topping is really important here. But this is a topping that I'm like. Uh, what? Every once in a while. Why did he say that, Jim? What What was that about the kid in the burger? The, the, the reason why is because because sometimes I'll have a plain and dry because I'm like, uh, I don't want anything on it. But this is sometimes onions. Onions. Oh, every, right. every once in a while, because like if they're like diced up, like the McDonald's hamburgers, if they're really diced up, I like them. Uh, if they're sauteed, I like them, but sometimes it's like, oh no, I'm like scraping it off the, the, the meat because yeah, it's, all, it's just too much. It off the meat. It's terrible. That's why <laughs> so it's my number if, five. If it's like a, a big onion, that's no good. It's gotta be correct. manipulated. Dice okay. Co okay. Correct. The onion. <laughs> okay. So I'm putting on the board, di uh, onions manipulated. Yes. Okay. So it's not like, now, have you ever had an onion ring where it was just, okay. This is like a new thing now it's where they just put an onion though. ring in there. Oh, maybe no. You're right. They put it on like a oh, no, 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 no. But 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 you're right. The, the the they call them if you do like the real thin ones, they call them the haystack. Uh, I know some restaurants call it a haystack, and they put basically like onion rings on you know like little curly onion rings on top of your burger. Excellent. So that's so that, 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 that okay. counts as All an right. onion. So because, we're clear okay. for wow. the future. All right. So George, what's yeah. your number? Uh, so you're you're not a you're not an onion fan. No, I mean I can have a regular McDonald's burger, but they have to be chopped. And if I usually say no onion, they usually put more onion on it. You know, it's it's, it's yeah. <laughs> so that, ladies and gentlemen, that's the secret to getting more onions. <laughs> Request no onions, and they'll instantly triple the uh, quota of onion on the burger. Uh, my number five uh, is just ketchup. It adds moisture and additional flavor and can really tie a whole burger to, together. So uh, really tie simple. the burger together. <laughs> okay. So, so Lebowski, a burger, burger things It tied the burger together. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull a uh, insect with stingers here on you because my number three is condiments, which okay. includes ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, any type of condiments like that. Some people put Thousand Island on there. 
I just yeah. lumped it all together and called it condiments. Well, so, I, I had considered that, but you've got to explain what you mean by the stinger thing for our, our listeners. It goes back to the Gilligan's Island episode. Explain what you mean when you say that and what that is. Basically, it was it was a, a, a policy set by George that where you have something so generalized that literally it takes up pretty much several different categories that so, you can make. So, so. That, so what happened on the on the Gilligan's Island episode? The other topic was what is the worst insects? And I just said anything with a stinger. <laughs> and that wiped out all five of them. My, whole list, my list was mosquitoes. He had hornets, <laughs> bee, you know, wasp. Uh, so yeah. So you took out my whole so, list with one answer. <laughs> that's right. Devastated. So I don't all want right. to do that to you guys, but mine's condiments. So it's it's up there. So ketchup's oh, definitely wow. going yeah, in. I, no, I I did a I did a I have a, I have a different condiment too later in my list just to spoil. Okay. Alert. All right. So, okay. Yeah. Um, all right, so such, my a, number such five. a riveting episode. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get off his first first topic. The, the controversy, we don't need to. <laughs> the we don't controversy, need to. <laughs> manipulated right. onions. You know, <laughs> my number five is a sliced pickle. All right, so let's move on now to the third, the movie, <laughs> the series. <laughs> I oh, mean, I, I pickle. have uh, pickle. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be sliced. I can't have like a you know like a big giant pickle. You know, you the hamburger. They even come with the the and the jar. It's described as hamburger slices when you buy them in the store. So, oh, wow. this is my number three. So, oh, it's gonna uh, make it in there. Ugh. Sorry about that, Joseph. All right, so let's <laughs> move on now to the the third movie in the series. Uh, Joseph, what's your number five? Number five. Uh, and now the way I did my my third movies and all that is I'm like. You know, the third movie, let's talk a little bit about the third movie. Third movie always has sort of a special place. It has to make up for a really terrible second movie, right? Or it risks the possibility of ruining a franchise. Yes. Okay. We're not talking about a certain Italian movie uh, with uh, a certain thing. I'm just saying it it can ruin all that. So whenever I was looking at my movies, what I was looking at is I was looking at the idea of like movies that helped the franchise. I felt like this really helped the franchise because it was hurting. It's Thor Ragnarok uh, coming in. Uh, And the reason why is because uh, I felt like uh, Marvel was at a stage in its whole canon of films that uh, it was taking itself a little bit too seriously. And uh, it wasn't fun anymore. You know, where were the laughs? Where were the fun? Where was the joy? And then here comes Thor Ragnarok. And obviously, you know, I've given this movie praise before and all that. But really, it has everything to do with uh, the director. uh, And I can never say the poor man's name right. Give it a shot. Today's the day. Uh, Taika Watiti? Taika Watiti? Taika Wakanuki. (laughs) That's even worse. Okay. But uh, anyways, this is so much fun. This film is just a joy. And uh, what I mean by having an impact on it is that uh, uh, the actor, Chris Hemsworth, was sort of fatigued with the character, did not want to do him anymore. And this movie sort of reinvigorated his joy of doing the film. So there you go. So my number five, I've got a little sound clip that John Woo got for me here. The Silent Majesty of a Winter's Morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air. And then a hole in his bathrobe. 
emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Ah, yeah. You checked our shit, honey. Clark, please. Yep, he, he doesn't know any better. That's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation from 1989 and uh, written by John Hughes, but directed by uh, Jeremiah uh, Chechik, I think, yeah. on that. And it has Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, of course, again, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus before she did any of the Seinfeld stuff, but not... Uh, last but not least, uh, Randy Quaid again is an Eddie and the film is, it's basically Clark. He's attempting to deliver the most fun filled old fashioned Christmas ever. And, uh, to do this, he invites his parents and his aunt and uncle and wife, Ellen's, uh, parents. And, um, of course, Eddie and, and the family arrive early and, but Clark, he's obsessed with making everything perfect. And, Another kind of side story that's important is he's expecting that big Christmas bonus. Um, and that's going to, he's going to get a swimming pool in the backyard. And then that year, uh, his company, there's no Christmas bonuses. And so I th- what is it? He, he gets, gets a, uh, jelly of the, jelly month. Of that's the right. month or something that's like right. that, you know, um, but anyway, and that just, that's it. It just drives him crazy. makes him snap. But, um, my criteria for these movies are are similar to what you were talking about, Joseph, that this made the franchise better where, okay, mm. we here's vacation where they go to Wally world. And then, you know, uh, the second one, Ooh, Ve- stinky. Oh was my it, God. Terrible. European or Vegas. Vegas was, no, Vegas was, was number four. Then, yeah. Yeah. Vegas was four. But so. this, this did what, what Joseph was talking about digging that second movie out and making the franchise worthy again. And uh, it's got so many great bits in this one. Uh, that's a lot of fun. But that's my number five is Christmas Vacation. My number five on this show usually riles people up. And I usually chose something that I like and no one else really likes. And uh, <laughs> this is my favorite one in the series from 2002. It's uh, Austin Powers and Goldmember. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I like I like all the characters. I like the the take on Hollywood at the beginning with the fake Austin Pussy movie and having uh, Tom Cruise and everybody take part <laughs> in the Austin yeah. Power story. And I I I really like I I guess since you know if you know if you watch HBO and you know the where Mike Myers got the gold member character from. And you watch uh, his his characterization of gold. Remember this this Swiss? I'm from uh, you know. Isn't that weird? He apparently got it from watching a real sex episode. And a guy there was this old perverted guy <laughs> dressed like that. And he talked like that. I am from Belgium. Isn't that weird? So he took that, <laughs> took that character and, and made gold member out of it. And uh, um, I like the, the 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 take. And he on, did that. He did that a lot. Oh yeah, he, yeah. yeah he take because like, uh, I mean, Doctor Evil is Lauren Michaels, basically. So yeah, uh, straight up Lauren Michaels. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and then you have the, the whole mini me uh, situation and the trilogy. They're playing off trilogies with the I'm I'm your father stuff. Uh, but they, I mean, obviously, a lot of people, I guess, expected. Uh, I don't know what they were expecting. It's super silly. Fat bastard is in it. I mean, everybody's in it. It it uh, it really hit home for me. I watched it numerous times. A schmoke and a pancake. So my number uh, five. A schmoke and a pancake. <laughs> a bong and a blend. <laughs> Love <Nice>. it. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, and there's no you'll, pleasing you'll you. Get nothing from me. I mean, I'm 
I, I like it. Yeah. What's yeah. wonderful is that they they literally take what was the movie, the original movie from Michael Caine, and they insert it into this one. Oh yeah, uh, it's yeah, you're you right. Know, for, to, for as part of the story, telling the scene about you know how they uh, the twins and all that stuff, <laughs> right. and there's old footage from Michael Caine, and that's another good addition. I thought Michael Caine was really good in it. You know, up for it as Austin pa- Powers, Fasha. <laughs> His father. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> nice. his partner. Uh, good stuff, though. I watch it every time it's on, and uh, my son and I kind of bonded over Austin Powers. My uh, my son James. So he was really young when the first one came out. Ninety nine. He really got into Fat Bastard, and then we still talk about Gold uh, Member today. So it's also a little personal for me. So that's my nice. five. Uh, that's the good one. Yeah, so, you, you're not gonna. You're in good company here. I mean, look, we've got Thor, Ragnarok, Christmas Vacation, and Gold Member. <laughs> That's the trifecta. <laughs> so, quality no, uh, cinema, people. Quality right. cinema. <laughs> and now let's yeah, last, last last week's episode. We did uh, the best films of 2021. <laughs> now we're doing these. You know, yeah. so gotcha. <laughs> Uh, on now to the best <coughs> topping. What is your number four, Joseph? Okay, this is just because if you want to try to have a semblance of being healthy, you got to put lettuce on your burger. So this there you go, number lettuce. Four too. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. This is there my you. number four. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, no, George, I, think well, I said all there is to say about it. <laughs> well, you know, it's yeah, so, well, it, 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 it adds a. It, it's not flavor; it's texture. It right. adds a texture. It's crunchy. And uh, yeah, just slap those leaves on, man. But you remember that McDLT, the, the whole thing was to do, on that whole sandwich. The selling point was, remember, they had the container where the uh, it kept one side cool and one side hot. So the one side had the uh, yeah. where the, the lettuce stayed cool. And then you had the hamburgers on the other side where it's hot. So, I mean, it's important, too. And then if you go to like a restaurant, they always give you the hamburger open. So the lettuce still stays, has its kind of, you know, textures, George would say. Right. I feel like yeah. it's just a semblance of sophistication. Like as an adult, you have to have lettuce on your burger. As a kid, you don't. Yeah, it's like that's it. it, it yeah, it's that. That's how you knew you were a man. <laughs> that's right. When, when you started getting basically water in your burger in the form of this leafy object. Yeah. Is that the number four for everybody? It really is. Yeah, that's wow. that's a first. So crazy. Yeah. I thought you were joking, George. No, I, I don't joke about lettuce, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to our number four movie then. Uh, third movie in the series. Joseph, what you got? Okay. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Number four. This is the uh, the the third of uh, uh, Sergio Leone's uh, The Man With No Name or The Money Trilogy. Uh, yeah. It's based on the original one. Uh, you know, which is uh, a fistful of dollars. And then the second one was, wasn't it something like more dollars or something? A few more for a few more dollars. Yes. And then the good, the bad, the ugly. This one gave us the quintessential uh, Western theme. Okay. With the whistling. I wish I had the sound effects for you guys. But it's the wah, wah, wah. I can't do it. Sorry. I can't whistle. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> that this was is fun, the, though. <laughs> man, this is this is the one where really establishes establishes 
all those things that you love about you love about uh, westerns and all that, where it has sort of the showdown and the close-ups, the extreme close-ups on the eyes and oh, the yeah. flinching of the fingers and all that. So there you go, the good, the bad, and the. All right. Very nice. nice. Very nice. I all right. I had considered this. Uh, my number four is Escape from the Planet of the Apes, nineteen seventy-one. And uh, so, spoiler here. At the end of the second movie in the original Planet of the Apes called Beneath the Planet of the Apes, <laughs> uh, a year or so before, Charlton Heston blows up the Earth in its final moments. Okay? After, after he doesn't uh, take place in the entire film, <laughs> he leaves at the beginning of the movie <laughs> and then he comes back. And, at the end and, and honestly, that, that was his stipulation is he the only way he was going to do that movie was to basically destroy and make it to where there were no movies. But Hollywood producer, Arthur P. Jacobs, he recruited uh, the writer of this movie, uh, Paul Dean, to come up with a new script. So this guy really had his work cut out for him because the, the world had been blown up, you know. Uh, but following the financial success of the two previous films, there was no way that 20th Century Fox could pass up and, and shelve such a hot property. Jacob sent a four-word telegram, and that was before we had text, kids, uh, a four-word telegram to the screenwriter, which read, Apes Exist, Sequel Required, and didn't tell him how he was going to do it or anything. He's just like, we're write another script with these apes. We got to cash in while this is hot. Uh, but the writer did something, Paul Dean did something clever. Instead of figuring out how to, continue the story in the future after Heston, uh, Charlton Heston's Taylor character blew everything up. Uh, he had his characters, Cornelius and Zira and, and another ape fly back through time to 20th century Los Angeles. Uh, Ricardo Montalban is in this, by the <laughs> circus, way, too, circus uh, owner, right? <laughs> uh, but once circus owner. Yep. Uh, and we'll get into that in a moment. <laughs> but the apes arrive, they face this fear and persecution uh, that the humans faced whenever they went to their time and everything. But anyway, he made it to where the series could have been concluded cleanly, because at the very end, we, we hear Ricardo Montalban right here. This is the very final scene. Intelligent creature. But then so were your mother and father. So the way that it ends, spoiler, is it sets the precedent that we now have a talking ape in captivity in, in the circus. They do this switcheroo with Ricardo Montalban, and that is how the first movie is allowed to happen. But the main reason it's on my list uh, is from this point, it changed the framework of, of these films Uh and from being independent units to installments of a bigger work. That is my number four is the planet of the apes escape from planet of the apes. All right. My number four, you see a theme here. I had gold member for my number four. I mean, my number five for my number four, it's gold finger, which is the third on oh. Connery. James my number Bond. one. Uh, well, Joseph, I'm just going to say, this is the one that changed it all. I mean, you had, you had Dr. No, which introduced him. Mm -hmm. It was a good movie and everything you had from Russia with love. You had Robert Shaw as a great villain and a great fight on a train. But this one kind of brought James Bond into everything. You had the Aston Martin car that became the number one uh, selling toy of 19. 
1964, you had yeah. Frobe as Gold, Goldfinger, the great villain, and they had their great line, I expect you to die, Mr. Bond. And most importantly, you had these, you really had the names. I mean, you had Honey Ryder in the first one, but Pussy Galore <laughs> as, a, as a name and a great scene when she shows up for the first time when he says, I must be dreaming. Uh, but uh, Goldfinger <laughs> just hit on all cylinders and kind of really said this, this was what James Bond should be. So, Joseph, I will let you take the rest. Well, I mean, he pretty much said what it is. This is the reason why it's my number one is because it really does set the standard for the franchise. Uh, literally all the bonds that follow, even to the point where this is the first one that has the uh, the scene, the uh, the introduction scenes that really have nothing to do with the movie, but become part of just sort of, sort of the artwork of the whole movie itself. Uh, I think when you think of James Bond, really... Goldfinger is what you're truly thinking of because of all 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 the standards, all the tropes that create it uh, with it. So yeah, I, that, that's the reason why it's my number one. I, I don't think there's a movie, a third movie out there that has such uh, an impact, uh, not only on its own franchise but on other movies and all that. Because uh, like like you said, Jim, I mean, Goldmember, uh, you, you know, is based on Goldfinger you know, uh, or at least an homage to it. So anyways, uh, definitely, definitely Goldfinger. Yeah. Great and stuff. Uh, we actually have a, an episode. I don't remember which number it is, but where we talk about these James Bond movies and, and you're right, Jim, this one basically, and in, in that episode, we talk about how this one established the template of every Bond movie to come that, Oh, you've got to have this and you've got to have this. You got to have the gadgets. You got to yep. have that opening scene that it starts mm -hmm. in media res where it doesn't connect to anything else, but it just starts off before we see the, the opening credit. Uh, so yeah, this is a good one. Let's move on now to, we'll do our hamburger toppings number three, and then we'll take a short break. Uh, Joseph, what is your number three? Condiments. <laughs> <Get up. laughs> I just said it. Condiments. <laughs> 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 that's just i'm just gonna put that like here well let me just tell you georgia i want to skip over you but my the lazy my, man my number three choice. was my number three was mayo so i guess that goes in the same thing mayonnaise just because it adds the texture condiments so, <laughs> I, I, what is your number right. three a condiment also george uh no mine is pickles so okay wow uh, we, we so that's sliced pickle i don't know anybody in their right mind jim that's putting a full pickle in their burger I'm just, if you do if that is your style <laughs> please write crispy coated robots at gmail.com include a picture of the full-size pickle i just want to make sure for the, the future we were clear george i just want to make sure that people you know pickles can but be we we will post future, you know we we will post that picture <laughs> on the website or pictures. It could be more than one. And we will uh, label it freak. <laughs> no, like... <laughs> we, but we will give you credit. We'll get Tom Wu to, to post it on the website and uh, you'll be your pickle sandwich thing will be immortalized. Uh, and don't no cucumber. cucumber. It has to be pickled uh, cucumber uh, for, for this to work. But uh, so, yeah, uh, number three for me, pickles. OK. All right. So let's uh, move let's move on now to the uh, intermission part of the show. I'll, OK, we got to look at this. Boy, you guys really crumpled up this paper this time. Oh, uh, wow. A lot of stuff to go through. 
All right, so I have various squeaky toys. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's give a oh, look. <laughs> I'm, attract- stupid. I'm attracting dogs in the studio now. <laughs> I got three dogs off the street in the studio now. Thanks, George. It's okay, boy. It's okay. I don't. I don't come up with these. You know, I thought the toilet thing was bad. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> oh, okay. I-, I think that's my favorite. Tom doing it in the other room and then running in here and doing it up to a microphone. Oh, what the hell? Oh, uh, okay. Are we done? It's like someone went to a pet store and was like testing them out. You know, <laughs> they're like, maybe <laughs> this one, maybe this one will work. Jeez. <laughs> All right, so let's go uh, on now to our number three. Yeah, we we need help with our intermissions again. Like <laughs> crispy coated robots <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, attention in the subject line: Tom Wu W U uh, and dash um, intermission because Tom is no, they're they're not good. <laughs> the The problem is people people don't want to hear that. All right. Okay. We'll talk he to Tom later after the show. He's gonna work. He's gonna work on it. But okay, good. Uh, all right. So, all right. So let's let's move back on to our best third movie in the series. I'm surprised no one's been brave enough to throw in Bad News Bears, Go to Japan, or Superman Three. But there's, still uh, there's more a, slots. Don't don't give away. You know, <laughs> we, we still have some slots, Jim. <laughs> all right. So Joseph, what's your number three? Okay. Uh. Num- oh gosh. Okay. Number three. I thought we were back on hamburger, so I was more, more, you know, interested in the hamburger topic. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's the controversial topic. Is the hamburgers. Condiments. Uh, so this is one. This is one that that I feel like boy had everything to lose because you're talking about two fantastic movies, and this is the Toy Story franchise, Toy Story three. Uh, where, you know, the first one's amazing. The second one often considered to be the handful of sequels that's better than the original. Yes. And then you have, then you have Toy Story 3. And I think what makes this work so well uh, with it is, besides just great storytelling and all that, if you don't cry during this movie, you have no soul. You have no soul because this movie just pulls at the heartstrings of it. You know, uh, talk talk about the scene, talk about the scene that makes you cry. Oh my gosh. So, so the one that gets me every time. So, so, you know, my number one, Joseph, this is my number one. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to let you just, no, 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 no. No, go my, ahead. My, the, the, the one that gets me is when they're going into they're they're on the belt and they're going into the incinerator yes. uh, and they grab each other's hands. They, yes. they, they, they are accepting their death and they're like, we're going to go out together and they grab each. I just start blubbering every yeah. time, every time from where I first saw in the movie 
to 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 this. This is just uh, talk about like okay, it's an animated story, people, and we know that we're talking about like toys, you know, coming to life and all that. But uh, it, it is more about the human condition than any live action movie out there. It is so it's so great. It pulls on so many levels of emotional content. And like I said, it, uh, it the pressure was on. It's like, can 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 they do better than Toy Story 2? And I felt like they did. You know, they really did. So I'm going to let you, George, go on. Tell us well, a little bit more. That's the scene. Now, I have a special connection uh, with this, with my daughter, uh, we, we saw this, um, my, my adult daughter, uh, we, we had watched the series as it had progressed and everything, but that scene and exactly like you say, they, in that moment in the film, the characters think this is it and all is lost. Okay. And like you say, they take their little toy hands and they're going to, they're going to go out, but they're going to go out as a family. Uh, and I'm starting to kind of well up just right now thinking about it. <laughs> right, right. It. But it is such a beautifully powerful scene. And you're right. Uh, I, I've actually gone back and studied how did the writers achieve this? Because we know that they're okay, but, you know, they don't know. And, and they are just toys. But it is such a strong and powerful uh, scene. And then as soon as you kind of recover from that, Andy, the human that the toys belong to, uh, a little later in the film, he's packing them up, saying goodbye to them because, you know, he's going off. He doesn't have need of them anymore. And uh, so, so many moments. And uh, I, I do like the the fourth film. Okay. Yeah. With, uh, with Forky or Sporky or whatever his name is. And those creepy ventriloquist doll heads. Uh it, it has, you know, its moments, but this right here, such a wonderful, wonderful end. And like you said, uh, big shoes to fill from the second movie, because that uh, you could say that was a perfect movie as well. Mm -hmm. But this, it gives you the closure. And it's just, I love the fact that the Pixar writers respected the audience so much to not just make a kid's movie, but make a great movie. And it just happens to be a kid's movie. Well, uh, so and, and, to your, and to your point, this comes out, uh, we have to talk about the dates real quick. Uh, uh, Toy Story 3 comes out in 2010. The original story came out, and to, to, to your personal experience, I think that's what the ride grown up with these films. And that it really reflects the audience of where you were, because a lot, you know, Andy, the character is going off to college. When we see Andy in the, the original movie, he is a kid. And right. so... You took your kids to see that 1999 movie. And so, you know, you were taking your kids to college whenever Andy was going to college. So it really yeah. reflected a lot on it. My okay. You just need to stop. Okay. Cause I'm, okay. I'm not going to make it through this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, but you're right. You're right. It, it's just wonderful. And it's in this day and age where Hollywood churns out sequels that are just garbage, uh, just a cash grab. It was so refreshing to see a studio that cares about their audience. Uh, so I'm, I'm Pixar for life, man. You know, yep. Yep. He's got a tattoo. Even, even before this. That's right. 
That's right. I've got, I've got on my on my back. I've got all these little toys <laughs> touching hands. You know, you might, might hear this about the conveyor belt into fire. When we finally do our Ned Beatty episode, this might actually circle back as one of his best roles as the the bear. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Still waiting on the Ned Beatty or Charles Durning episode. I know it's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number so, three. Um, I, I, I didn't get to do my number three, but I'll. I'll oh, no. Stop go ahead, George. So go ahead, George. Do your number three. Uh, I'll make it short. It's The Dark Knight Rises 2012. It's the conclusion of, of Nolan's Batman series. Uh, and it gives you a great villain uh, and a great ending. George, Batman George tell him about the villain, George. <laughs> you to tell him about the villain, George. Can, can, can you just go back to Ned Beatty as the bear? <laughs> Ooh, no, dude, but, Ned Beatty is, as him. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Ned Beatty is Bane. I'm working <laughs> on it. <laughs> Tune in next episode, folks. Uh, no, but it it was a great conclusion. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of Nolan's films, and uh, I I felt like um, with with every version of this uh, Batman uh, that he did, it just got better and better. And uh, again, for me, very satisfying conclusion uh, to the series with this. I was wondering what would break first, your spirit or your body. <laughs> That's not that's not Ned Beatty, sir. <laughs> oh, uh, Mr. Luther, Mr. Luther. Uh. <laughs> Are we going to Adibus Abitur, Mr. Luther? <laughs> nice. One of my favorite lines from Superman. <laughs> Otis! Otis! <laughs> so number three, Jim, what you got? Uh, number three for me is a movie that saved, pretty much saved a uh, a prequel series. Uh First one came out in 99. It was Star Wars Oof. Episode One, uh, <laughs> And uh, I think people were so excited about it that they watched it. They paid a lot of money. They watched it again and realized, hey, this isn't very good. It's kind of a kid's movie. It has racing. I liked, I mean, what for the prequels for me, there was always something good in each movie that I thought was, wow, this could have been a better movie. The fight. Jar Jar Binks. And- yeah, well, the the fight <laughs> in the first one against Darth Maul, who I thought was yes. just a, yeah. a serious that. wasted character, but uh, is an amazing fight. The music is incredible. I'm like, man, if the the rest of the movie would have been like this, and then in part two, yeah. which I still don't know what happened in Attack of the Clones, I I couldn't tell you what what I sat through. All I know is I watched the movie and to see Yoda fight for the first time after talking about having yes. all these great battles that's when the that's when the crowd woke up and actually started clapping in the theater and, and that that paid for that ticket but this movie uh and, and it's 3, about in the same spot as, as in the time uh the duration of the film that the other one so it's always got this good final act in these movies yeah and, and maybe including what you're about to say here well, no, and this one actually, this one starts off right at the bat. I mean, I, I was when I saw this film, I was I got to see a premiere, and I was excited about it because I was like, first of all, you you know what has to happen, and you're thinking, boy, he wasted a lot of time on these first two movies. A lot of stuff has to happen in this third movie to get to Darth Vader. I mean, there's so much stuff. The movie's rated PG-13 because there's a lot of dark dark side stuff in here. I mean, killing of younglings and all this kind of stuff <laughs> that you see, you don't usually see in a Star Wars movie. But it starts off automatically with the battle. It they starts had it off coming. With, it starts off with Anakin. 
killing uh, Count Dooku at the very beginning first act, you know, which kind of goes against his whole code. But, you know, Palpatine is grooming him. And then midway through, you have the transformation. And then I just love the scene. I know a lot of people laugh because of the James Earl Jones. No, (laughs) I I love the scene when he turns into Darth Vader at the end. It's just when I saw it, too, both times in the theater, everybody was just so quiet because it's just like, you know, it was like just it was like a, a king being knighted that kind of reverence, you know, but uh, I thought it was really well done. I, I liked it. I, that's one, the one prequel DVD I actually bought. So um, I still watch it when it comes on, at least for that scene there. And then for the, uh, the famed fight on the lava that they always talked about and they finally got a chance to shoot it. So episode three, revenge of the Sith is my number three pick for best nice. third film. So, nice. all right, we're on now to number two. Hamburger topping. Okay, I'm very excited about my number two. Very excited. <laughs> okay, I, I had to wake up. I had it's to wake my- up. We were talking about movies, and I'm like, uh, so what is the best thing to put on meat? More meat. I'm talking about bacon here. Oh, my number two. Bacon. My- <laughs> this you is my number one. Bacon. Oh, wow. It's George's number one, my number two. It's so good. Joseph, the, I think the, we got the we got the we got the number one too. I think we got the same number one. <laughs> yeah, probably so. I mean, probably where so. this is leading. I mean, you have onions, ketchup, I mean, condiments, <laughs> sliced pickles, lettuce, bacon. I think, I think more, what's, what's happening, Jim, is my onions is going to end up becoming the green knight of hamburger toppings. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So, uh, yeah, so bacon, there you go. I don't think we have to say more than that. Just bacon. No. Yeah, that's no. my number. My number two. George, what is yours? Number two. Cheese. Oh, Jeez. wow. That's, that's number one. That's my number one. <laughs> that's right. my number one. So you know, there you to, go. It had to be interchangeable, two and one. <laughs> right, exactly. So exactly. One, two, three, four, five. That's our list. Ketchup, condiments, mayo, <laughs> sliced pickle, Lettuce, bacon, and cheese. Wow, that's a mighty thing. fine burger, boys. Okay, okay. So, so this is the funny thing is that we've never had this many like three like unified that agreements on a subject matter there, and uh, and sliced pickles etches out because it gets one more vote than onions. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's a close race. Sliced it's pickle versus race. onion. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, wow, burgers are already done. Um, <laughs> Quick episode, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that is crispy we're only on number two though for uh, for uh, movie third Movies. movie. So, wh- yep. what's your number two, jo- Joseph? I thought I did my number two. No, I did my number one. Okay, number two, George. Gotta give me some love on this one. The Lord of the Rings, The Return oh, of the King. Oh, that's, this that's is my, my number, number two. two. That's okay. my number two. This is my so, number two. Again, <laughs> this is this is all the way to the world is on Peter Jackson to deliver. And I he comes through. He comes through. He gets his Oscar for this. Uh, it's brilliant. It's great. Let's face it. I mean, the 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 weakest movie in this trilogy is the first one. And that's because I don't think that they they gave it enough attention. They didn't finally, give it the funding or whatever. Finally, I get uh, some love. That's the one I fell asleep in. Thank you, Joseph. I finally get a little backing there. It, it, Thank it, you. It, it, it was a weaker one. It was. But what I'm saying is like the two towers saved it. Two towers came out there. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, they saw how grand this could be. 
where can they go? And what he did on this one is he went to 11. He went yes. to 11. I felt like the two towers was on 10 and he went to 11 on it. George, I'll let you go more on it. <laughs> so uh, not that this is a, a factor in the decision-making, but I do want to point out that it set an Academy Award record for the highest clean sweep. It, it had, it won all 11 categories, including best picture that year. Uh, and for a fantasy story to win best picture in Hollywood is, is pretty amazing, but you're right. Um, it, the whole thing could have collapsed in on itself. Had he not been able to execute this and tie this up. The reason it's not my number one is because the ending or, or should I say endings? There's like six endings. To oh this my thing. gosh. He went forever. I started laughing <laughs> at the endings that they kept tacking on. And I get, he had to resolve all of these different things, but um, I, I don't know how, when you're not the author of the piece, how that it could have been avoided, but uh, it is a fantastic end again, very satisfying. And, uh, it makes the whole thing. You get to the end of it and you're like, yeah, I, I want to go back and watch because the way that the characters develop so much at the end to where they started when they began in fellowship of the ring. Um, it, it's pretty amazing, but uh, yeah, return of the King makes it. Now we'll so, say this. It's like, you have to watch the director's cut because somehow having more footage because when you're talking about the director's cut, you're talking about like 16 hours worth of film. Yeah. Those those multiple endings aren't as bad. They're not as noticeable because the movie is so big and so large that you don't notice the multiple endings nearly as much as with the theater release. No, you're you're right about that. But in the theater, I was like, I, I literally laughed. I was like, oh, God, you know. I, I think I'd had like a giant drink and it's like, okay, good. I can make it. I can make it. And then it's like, <laughs> Oh, but don't forget about Wormwood. What happened to him? Oh, don't forget about, you know, and it's just like, you, you got to end this Peter. Come on. I know it's good, but you know, end it already. But uh, so, great, so great keep, movie. Trying to keep track. So is that your number two, Joseph and George's yes. number two? Yep. You yep. both have number two. Is that okay? Yep. yep. All right. I'm done. I'm out. I'm done. Because <laughs> his, right. his number one was Goldfinger. Okay. Uh, and you still have your number one left, right? I do. Yeah. Oh, right, no, so I don't. I'm sorry. Uh, Toy Story 3 was okay, my wow. number, number So I'm one. the only one still going. So let me give you my I have some two. honorable mentions. Let me, let me give you my number two. We'll do honorable mentions and we'll do uh, my number one, uh, <laughs> which you guys will love. Um, so my number two is one of our selections for the best movie of 2021, which is Spider-Man No Way Home uh, from 2021. It's the third of the Tom Holland Spider-Man films, uh, which plays around with the multiverse and Doctor Strange and Peter Pe Parker's identity where he has to go back and wants to have no one know he's Spider-Man. And of course, it brings a whole bunch of multiverse situations going on. Uh, I thought it was really well done. It really tied it, it not only tied that this series together, it ties the other Spider-Man series together. It does it does something that nobody uh has done on this list as you tie other three franchises together. So um, but I it's you know the action is great. Uh they have a uh, little nods and Easter eggs to all the other films if you pay attention. I mean, Daredevil is in it. Um, but um 
I th- I th- and then also spoiler alert it does bring in all of the three spider-mans from the other films so and and it rectifies other movies of other series which uh, it's just just a, a amazing third film in a series no other movie on this list does that so spider-man yeah. three, way home this would have made my list had they got the old uh, television series Spider-Man in there, but they didn't. And I <laughs> you just wanted too much. Big... You you probably wanted the Electric Company Spider-Man in there too. Uh, that would that would have been nice. You, wanted, you, even... just, you, you want too much. I mean, uh, and even I, I uh, want the Ramones theme. I want the Ramones theme song. Yeah. That's all I want. That'll work. <laughs> which which, which one's that? The Ramones Spider-Man theme. Have you? Yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man, except they it's a lot harder. It's, it's oh, the okay. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I di- I digress. <laughs> That's what the this show is about digression. <laughs> exactly. It was about confusion. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and move you on. Didn't to know our... the all of the Ramones were Spider-Man at one time? Yeah, no, I didn't know that part. <laughs> Um, Joey, so let's do Joey honorable mentions. Uh, do you guys have any honorable mentions for a third film? Yes. Then I'm, I'm hoping to dismantle whatever your number one is. Uh, I have Indiana Jones and the last crusade. Um, that's the one with Sean Connery. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, son? Gonna, uh, uh, <laughs> Army of Darkness. <laughs> that's uh Sam Raimi's, uh, evil dead films. Uh, and John Wick, uh, Chapter Three, Parabellum, uh, that came out in 2019. Um, that that was a lot of fun. I like that whole universe of all these assassins and and everything. So those are my honorable mentions. Big shout out to uh, 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 Mission Impossible Three, JJ oh, Abrams' uh, yeah. first movie as a director. And it's the first one that people didn't question the plot uh, <laughs> because the first year was like, what the hell's going on? No one really understood it. Although I followed the plot, every, everyone seemed to have a problem with that. So I really liked that one a lot. I'm so glad you put in Christmas Vacation because Christmas Vacation, it's almost like European Vacation was so bad. And, and the regular vacation was a rated R raunchy comedy and all that, that it's, it's almost, it doesn't feel like it's part of a trilogy, but it is. And it's so good. It's, you know, one of my personal favorites. I've talked about it before several times, you know, on here. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say for honorable mentions. So Jim, what okay. do you have? Yeah. Uh, Captain America, civil war. Uh, introduces Spider-Man uh, die hard with a vengeance finally took die hard out of a building or can put poor thing and put him uh, looking for Hans Gruber's brother, Jeremy Irons um, police Academy three nice. back in training. Just joking. Uh, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> and um, wow, this, this one almost made my list, but I know it'd been controversial. It is return of the Jedi because of the experience of, of back in the day. I mean, this is the most anticipated third movie. You come off, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> and you line up and you see the movie. And it does, besides, despite the Ewoks and everything, it does have some really good elements to it, including uh, actually seeing what's underneath that Darth Vader mask for the first time. I remember as a kid seeing that. Yeah. This is really and we cool. And we get the big showdown. Yeah, with, the showdown everybody's Vader, been waiting so for. Yeah. I know there's the whole yeah. Ewoks thing and the yeah. whole, you know, tripping stormtroopers in the desert. I mean, in the, in the forest. But, you know, for all that, too, the movie is does have a lot of good stuff. So it's probably my. Well, and talk about the controversy, too, of this, though, of how, like, you know, Lucas goes back and changes the actors uh, in the final scene. He. Yeah, well, that was later. The original yeah. actor. 
I was kind of talking about the yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. But, but you're like, right, though. He, he had to go back and paste in from the prequels and put Christian Hayden, uh, whatever his name there. I'd rather see the old guy who played like, him, yeah. the British guy who played him as same actually, here as the uh, what, what do you call that? A Jedi ghost, <laughs> whatever that thing is. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah. my my number one, which won't make it, is something that subverted the entire sequel process by making the villain team up we've seen this now since they did it the first time having the villain team up with the hero to take on a new villain and that is rocky three from 1982 where rocky is faced with somebody that joseph and i we saw this movie in middle school we went straight went straight from last day of eighth grade grade, (laughs) straight to the theater to go see rocky three because we saw that the commercials were so great too because all you're seeing the commercials i could see why we were afraid of mr t because he's like What's your prediction? Prediction pain. You know, <laughs> this guy's gonna kill. I Rocky. was terrified. <laughs> I was ter- I was terrified. I was terrified as a thirteen-year-old. I was absolutely terrified of this man uh, because <laughs> the only the only thing that I knew about him is that he was on that that television show. What was it called? I think it was called Games People it Play. Was, uh, because remember well, they yeah so, gave so, people it was, play it was a bouncer competition <laughs> and so they had all these bouncers and they had them do ridiculous things but one of the things they had them do is go through this obstacle course where they had to like punch people or something throw bags of stuff but at the very end they had to break through a door and so all these bouncers were kicking it you know with their with their foot they were kicking the door in and mr t goes flying in head first and he comes out and they try to interview him and he doesn't take any interviews so there's that <laughs> mysterious thing there and i'm like this guy can kill people he can really kill people so and i was really worried for rocky and that's really in my head for, for, they have for our audience <laughs> Uh, for our audience, didn't y'all exchange later in life, Mr. T dolls? Didn't y'all yeah, give each I other? I still have mine. The one that Jim gave me in the in the package. Are even. you afraid to open it? You know, you know, <laughs> that's, you. that is that that's the that's the crazy thing about it is you know we now think of Mr. T as just you know this huggable Saturday morning cartoon kind of character you know a team you know where he's bad attitude Baracus or whatever but uh oh my god in, that, in Rocky three that games it, people play though they named a cereal after him in the games people <laughs> play, I, remember, I remember the graphic on the games people play when they showed him getting warmed up it just said Mr T Chicago <laughs> I mean that was the I remember I just all he, said. he was like he was all sweaty <laughs> he, he wouldn't do the interviews <laughs> and he was all yes. getting ready to throwing people through windows and stuff like that. I think that a stunt man like hooked up where they threw, he threw, remember that old Western <laughs> right. thing where they threw somebody down the bar, like in a Western movie, they took, <laughs> right. that's what he did. He had to pick up a stunt man and throw him through the, through and go through the window. But, um, <laughs> so, I mean, Stallone saw this thing and he got him in there. He said that Rocky, Rocky three needed to be bigger. You know, he can't just keep on finding Apollo Creed. So he does this. He has the death of Mickey in there, which is a beloved character. And then he has Apollo join him. And of course we get the, great song eye of the tiger from survivor out of it and uh, there's so many layers to that rocky three gave us uh <laughs> he was terrifying he was working out in a basement he's working out in a basement <laughs> in the opening montage was like, what the character was uh we're seeing this montage of rocky Joseph's beat like, beat Joseph's not gonna be able to sleep tonight <laughs> i'm telling you rocky all you, these this. chumps up and we're seeing mr t like underground you know sweating just you know, like running by himself and like the, the this garbage can, garbage area. 
but Joseph, yeah, I mean, Stallone I don't was good scare you. in the whole thing, you know. And, and, and jo- uh, Joseph, I just saw through the studio window somebody with a, a it was a dark skinned man with a mohawk. I don't, don't do that. I don't, I don't want to <laughs> alert you, but right behind you, the window behind you in the studio here. <laughs> and also, just another thing about the, the another thing about the movie too it was another way uh, Thunderlips, played by Hulk Hogan, kind of actually opened up the door to people having whole the whole wrestler uh, WWE thing came to another level after seeing him in Rocky Three, and you know we have wrestlers pretty much actors like The Rock and stuff like. Are, that. are so, you just selling this? I mean, like you were. I'm selling. selling. I'm trying it. to sell you. Keep on interrupting me with Mr. T uh, uh, threatening Joseph. I'm just. I'm, I'm, I'm watching. <laughs> Let, hey, let's just decide. Let's put it in. I'm I'm for putting it in. I think it's a great movie. Okay, let's you. put it in. Okay. I, I I love Rocky Three, and I I, I disagree with you, Jim. I thought it was brilliant that they got Apollo Creed to side up and help Rocky. That's how desperate this was. No, that's that that's what I said. At the I've, I've got a. I think uh well you, you said it was controversial. I I thought no, it was I didn't say it's controversial. I said I said I said he uh and, and he flipped the whole he flipped the whole sequel thing by having the bad guy join him to face a bigger bad guy. I didn't say it was controversial. Okay. Oh, okay, so. sorry. Sorry I accused you of saying something <laughs> was controversial. Uh but uh yeah, this is great. So here's what we got. Rocky three, return of the king. There's a lot of peril there, parallel there. Uh Toy Story Three, Goldfinger. And the candidates that we have for the fifth entry here, Thor Ragnarok, Christmas Vacation, Gold Mimba, uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, Escape from the Planet of the Apes, where they come to 20th century L.A., Revenge of the Sith, Star Wars, uh, third installment there, and Spider-Man No Way Home from 2021. Ragnarok was on my okay. mention. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't actually put that, but that actually was on. It was on my top five for a while too. So just to put that out there. Okay, so like Christmas Vacation, I was going to say the same with Christmas Vacation for me. I, I will say this. Okay, I don't think. I don't think the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm going to go ahead and and, and say that that's not going to make it in there. Uh, I like Escape from the Planet of Apes, but this is the problem with this: the production value of the movie. Uh, the the thing about the the eight movies is that they got less and less on it. Oh yeah, and and, and yeah. part of it was is that like the makeup. Oh, like by the time you get to, yeah, by the yeah, time that, you get to the, the third more money one, they made they the worse. <laughs> well, that's you know. Well, that's why they wanted to do it this yeah. way because they only needed three apes. I mean, they really that's exactly why they, that's why they did they, it this way. But you look at that that fourth one when they're back on the planet. Oh man, they're wearing oh my god, the they're wearing rubber mask and all that. They're wearing those and Cooper, so, they're wearing and, those Cooper ape outfits with the, the the mask and then the sheet that just has ape on it. Uh, <laughs> those old Halloween costumes from back in the day. <laughs> All right. I would say uh, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. The problem that I only have with this is uh, Christian Hayden. Uh, I love this. This is the, the, you know, like if I, I'm ranking like the nine movies and all that, it gets real high, but he's so whiny and miserable in this that it's very hard for me to say, yes, Christian that needs Hayden. to go in there. Christian Hayden. What's his name? <laughs> What's his name? Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Hayden Christensen. Whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> he's whiny he's a whiny he's a whiny guy so i'm, good I'm, with, I'm okay. with ragnarok or um uh vacation i gold member i just wanted to mention because i knew it wouldn't get in because gold finger kind of represents the whole bond spot right. 
And I do like I do like your points about Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, Jim, because I, I do like, again, that's one of those things sort of like with Toy Story 3 and Return of the King, which is it has everything to lose uh, with yeah. it. And it doesn't uh, as we as as we saw with uh, Spider-Man 3, uh, which was terrible. Everything to lose and they lost it all. <laughs> they lost they wanted, it they all. They wanted to make a Spider-Man 4 and they didn't. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And and the amazing Spider-Man, they didn't even get to three. They did two and they shut that sucker down. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. so, and, so and this it, it, you know, one thing to say for that, and we mentioned this in our 2021 show, it redeemed the that didn't redeem those movies, but it made those movies a little bit more meaningful because they didn't skip over them. They easily could have not ignored them, you know. I, I I completely agree. So, you know, I'm 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 good with any of the ones that we have on there. George I just wanted want... Nicholas Hammond in the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would have been a really multiverse. <laughs> yeah. He was the one that I grew up watching. So, you know. So, uh, I'm going to let you guys decide. Thor Ragnarok, Christmas Vacation, or Spider-Man No Way Home. Those are two of yours, Jim, uh, on um, those. I think, uh, I, I think you know, um, uh, I'm okay with either Thor Ragnarok or Spider-Man. I'm, I'm okay with three, all three of them, but maybe a superhero movie needs to be in there. Just saying. I'm fine with Ragnarok because it had so many different. Okay. Movies. So George, are you with Ragnarok or with Spider-Man then? <laughs> oh God. That's rough. Um, I, I will say, while I enjoyed Spider-Man, I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok more. Uh, just in a viewing experience, um, I'm, I, you know, I'm torn though, because they, when I first heard about what the, the idea of Spider-Man no way home was, I, I actually told Jim, I said, that is awfully ambitious. So this was before any, we had seen it or anything. I said, that is very, very ambitious doing the multiverse to an audience that may or may not know those concepts uh, and everything. So they, they risk a lot, but they, they pulled it in. Uh, but Thor Ragnarok has a uh, Steve Lee, uh, I mean, Stan Lee uh, cameo. So, you know, oh, there you uh, go. <laughs> the rock person, I really like the rock guy and to, to keep TD's a voice yeah. in there. I mean, it's, it's, uh, that whole kind of just random New Zealander, you know, okay, let's, let's do that, mate. All right. Why? It, uh, it, but it, my it, argument for Christmas vacation is 10 years from now, I'll still be watching Christmas vacation. Every it's year an probably. annual tradition for me. It's a, like I said, it's so something that I do I'm, with my daughter I, every all three of these, I could go either way. So Joseph, yeah, I'm going to put though. it back it, on you. People will be watching that for, for a while. So, um, but the Marvel movies aren't going away. So look, look at it. Look, look at it this way though. If on on its own, you can watch Christmas vacation without seeing the other, other two movies before it. Right. And it works. Spider-Man no way home. I don't think that it works as well. Thor Ragnarok, I think it does, but not as well as Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah, I haven't so. seen the other. Uh, I mean, I saw the other two Thors, but it was kind of like in passing. They were on TV. Yeah, you know, uh, the third, yeah, you the didn't second miss one was much. the second one was just like you know, really kind of lose focus on that one. So this was a whole other. This was like my first Thor movie to me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Well, it's the only one that I can watch. 
you know, yeah. there like like kind of all those Marvel movies. There's only like a handful of them that I can that, that bear watching over again because a lot of them are just like, ugh, you know, I don't need to see Ant Man ever again. I just I just don't. Uh, you know, the, those type of movies and all that, but there's like a handful of them that I'm like, every time it's on, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it again. And, and I enjoy the story, uh, with it. Uh, gosh, this, this we sucks. We're this? not doing our How job. Do yeah. This uh, well, you know, we did have Christmas vacation in our Christmas movies, a uh, holiday movies that definitely made it in there. So the future okay. will know about that. All right. I, so can do I don't that. know. If, and we haven't done. OK, a, that's a good point. Yeah. So uh, but I don't think we've done a uh, which we probably need to do a best superhero movie or whatever. Well, by that by that token, we movies of 2021, we had Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes, that's the, they will know that how we're going to decide so let's this? Do, uh, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> All right, there we go. Wow. Process that's, of elimination. That's the first time we've ever had to do Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is how we decide the important things here. <laughs> is it in already? Do All people right. know about it already? So, <laughs> we have Thor Ragnarok barely ekes in there. Uh, Goldfinger, Toy Story 3, which if you haven't seen this movie in a while, go, go watch it again. Take your Kleenex. Return of the King, um, brilliant, brilliant movie. Can I actually Rocky watch that 3. without watching the other two, Return of the King? Yeah, you're not going to make it through it either, so it doesn't matter. No, so, I'm, just, yeah, I'm sure. just saying, does it stand alone as, as its own movie if I watch it? it? it it's, so, it's so epic that the bigger story and all that, that you, you'll probably get what's going on. Spoiler, they, they, they finally, like, it's the end of the journey. They okay? find the ring? But yeah, I think you could watch... <laughs> you. you well, they they had the ring in the first one. Okay, yeah, he fell asleep right. before he, they got the ring. He, he, that's that's what the horses. Thing. That's what the horses kept on chasing him. I kept on falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Joe. So, but no, really, uh, I mean, can you watch it without watching the other two? This is the thing: is that I, I want you to do this for us. Okay, I want you to do this: is that I think you can watch the two towers without having watched the the Fellowship of the Rings at all. So so forget the first one. Go and watch the second one. You're going to get totally jazzed about it. You're really going to like it a lot, and then that'll get you into the into the third one. So, so that that that's that's my suggestion. I'm telling you, you're going to love it because the the two towers is what reinvigorated. I, I what love reinvigorated. your optimism. And, and that Can you're I watch the Lord of the Rings cartoon I, I instead of watching the actual movie, the one they did back with Ralph Bashi? Good God. No, watch that, that one. So terrible. <laughs> watch that one. <laughs> so where, where, where there's a whip, there is a way. They've got that song. Where there's a whip, there is a way. You know? <laughs> All right. Are we done here, guys? Thor Ragnarok, so. Goldfinger, Toy Story 3, Return of the King, Rocky 3, and while you're watching those movies and trying not to fall asleep on Return of the King, Jim, you should have a burger that has condiments that include mayo and ketchup, a nice round of uh, sliced pickles, lettuce, bacon, all under a just melty cloud of cheese for cloud. your burger. Wow. That's a good burger, folks. <laughs> Great burger. That's a great burger. All right. CrispyCodeRobots.com is where you go for all of our information. Uh, we have everything there, including our album reviews and much, much more uh, bios and all that good stuff. So also previous episodes, you find out about that there too. So George, you want to go ahead and shoot this sucker up? Right here.
We need to get some new merch up too. So just reminder for Tom Wu. I don't think he's doing anything since I posted that. I blame Tom Wu shirt. I think that's the end of our merch. (laughs) Nothing's nothing's moving but the Tom Wu shirt. Everybody's buying that instead of the other merch. So we need something else. Well, okay. Well, you talk to Tom. (laughs) He's he's not he's not talking much to me these days. All right. All right. So we shoot this up. And remember, yes, there's always tomorrow. Or is there? That was my bane. <laughs> you know, if you have to tell somebody the impersonation that you're doing, it's probably not a good impersonation. Are, are we going to Abbas Abita, Mr. Lupo? <laughs> oh, there we go. See? Oh, everybody knows what you're doing there. That's perfect. Miss Tess Bucker!